Well, hello again, and welcome to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm here with my amazing, wonderful, handsome, and so friendly and generous with his love, and I am just so honored to be married to him, husband Tom. (laughs) Well, thank you, sweetie. (laughs) Sure. I mean, it's Father's Day, and... You are amazing. You're a great dad, not only to your son, but to Scott, who is my son, but you've taken him on as your own and you have connected with him in in a very impressive way. And you're just amazing. Oh, I appreciate that. And I think you're amazing. So as I I mentioned every single week, I know, but I never get a chance to. It's the truth. You are amazing. So that's what I think of you, sweetie. Thank you, sweetheart. And thank you for joining us today. We are recording this episode on Saturday, June 17th, 2023. And this episode is dropping on Sunday, June 18th, 2023. And as Michelle mentioned, that happens to be Father's Day. Yeah. So a very happy Father's Day to all the Disney dads out there. Congratulations. Hope you're having a good day to do whatever you want to do. Relax. Have some family time. Don't have some family time. <laughs> yeah, like some alone time. Whatever or you want. We hope your day is a good, good food. one. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Uh, thank you for joining us. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media. We're on Twitter at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventurers Facebook group. Also, we are on YouTube. You can find us there at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you ever want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Whether you want to just give a shout out to us, which we always appreciate, or if you have any questions, please let us know. Yeah. Questions, topic suggestions. If you just want to say hi, it doesn't matter. We just love to hear from you in all those avenues that we just have gone over. And as I go over them every week, ad nauseum, <laughs> twice a week. I know. So uh, anyway, uh, we like hearing from you very much. Now, before we get into this week's show, you know, we always like to take a step back and take a look at the week that was because this is the Disney show of positivity. We like to focus on those positive moments from the week that was. What was out there that really, really shined for you during the week? It could be something simple. It could be something more complex. It could be Disney related. It could be personal. It doesn't matter. We like to focus on whatever your favorite thing from the week was. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle (laughs) because she's awesome, wonderful, all things great in the world. She does the best opens. <laughs> not, not even close. She definitely does the best research. You've heard that before. She has the best lists. You're about to hear that. And you know she has the best tips, but she also has the best my favorite thing from this week. So Michelle, what was your favorite thing from this week? Well, I think my favorite thing from this week was um, we were able to join Scott in one of his courses on the program that he's in. It happens to be his um, cooking class that he's taking. And the instructor invited us to come over and 
involve him to help do a demo for the class that she recorded, uh, she video recorded so that she could show it. She's also preparing a, um, a family cookbook mm-hmm. and this will be one of the, the um, recipes in there as well. But it was just fun getting to do that with him. Um, you know, she is so great and engaged with all her special needs uh, classes and does some really impressive stuff. So. Yeah, they did some really cool stuff. She was we had some time in there to uh, kind of kill during a rainstorm that passed right. over, and we got to see a lot of the stuff that they've been doing there over the last several years, right. and it's pretty imaginative, pretty right. impressive. It's really cool, artistic, fun stuff that yeah, everybody yeah. is getting involved with, and it was really cool. I agree. It was that was one of my favorite things from the week as well. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, my favorite thing from this week was probably actually the next day <laughs> when we did nothing. I know we right? had nothing we just didn't do a thing all day long we laid around oh we we had some cheese and some wine and whatever but right other than that we did nothing and that was great i hadn't had a day to do nothing in a while and that I was know, that, yeah. that was really nice right just to chill and uh you know rewatch some um ted lassos yeah. and just to have a good time together. Yep, that was really, really nice. Good, yeah. good quality time together. It was. That was one of my favorite just things too. Being a little lazy and uh, just enjoying each other's company. Yeah, that was, it was good. fun. Yep, for sure, for sure. Now on to this week's show. We have lots of stuff for you this week, including we're halfway to the holidays, so that means we got some information on all the winter festivities coming later this year to the Walt Disney World Resort, including a new nighttime mm-hmm. holiday ticketed event that I'm extremely interested in. Yeah. Uh, seriously, I am seriously interested in it. <laughs> we may have to adjust some plans because I am really interested in it. Also, if the high seas sounds more appealing to you during the holiday season, we have some great news for you about that as well. And we have more fantastic news if you're a fan of classic Disney animation. We'll tell you what that's about as well. But that's later... Let's go ahead and get to our very fatherly main topic of the week. So happy Father's Day to all the Disney dads that are out there. You all are wonderful. We appreciate you so very much. One of the things we appreciate are the actual Disney dads that we can find throughout the various films and series as well. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. <laughs> it is. <laughs> now, I have to say, it didn't seem as many dads to be able to talk about fatherly advice as some of the, you know, mother figures mm, that's interesting. that we've had interesting well, doing I, things about inspiration we didn't mm. do a motherly advice but i know we did an episode on mother on inspiring mothers there we go well this will be interesting because as we've told you for <laughs> over five years now as a podcast when we come up with a topic a lot of times we don't necessarily discuss the ins and outs of we that topic generally <laughs> Because we like kind of like to come at it and see what where it takes us as we enter the episode. That's right. And I have a feeling this one is going to be one of those where we have no idea what it's going to take us today. <laughs> right, well, Michelle? you kind of startled me when you when I was saying it's a top five, and you said you only had one. <laughs> it's a joke. 
I have more than one, but I was not looking at it as the top five at all. So there's the start of this. I think this will be interesting because what we're doing today is uh, for Father's Day, we're doing fatherly advice from Disney dads, essentially. So mm-hmm. how was that perceived by both of us? I know Michelle, <laughs> like the day after we recorded our last episode, she's like, I'm done. Let's record right now. And I'm like, I haven't even started yet. I don't know what you're talking about. I think it was two days, maybe. Maybe it was two. You're being very generous with very your much. compliment. She was ready to I go. I'm ready. like, oh, okay, we'll see. I was just excited. In a very fatherly way, of course. <laughs> I was excited about some of my choices, I think. But um, yeah. So this will be very interesting. It or should be. Very silly. We'll see. <laughs> you above. judge for yourself. <laughs> It's up to you. So yes, uh, we're doing fatherly advice from from Disney dads. Um, Michelle, do you want to start us off? You probably have the best stuff for this. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know what we're going to do here. I took it as, here's all I'll tell you what I took it as. Okay. Basically, I just did little quotes from Disney dads that kind of I felt were fatherly advice that might be good for anybody that you could pass along to your child or would be a good lesson Mm -hmm. learned. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's how you took it in yeah so yeah i did um generally a quote or or a compilation of some quotes if they were related to the same thing i did single quotes i did not do well okay i have one that is a a grouping of different quotes from different periods okay. but okay all right yeah most of mine are there they were like part of a conversation but maybe interjected took out some things but anyways okay pretty much that quote and then establishing what is the key message okay that. Well, we'll see where this takes us. So, yeah. Well, like we always do with these, we always start with <laughs> Michelle. You know, she had this topic done weeks ago, well. apparently. Um, she always has the best research. This was supposed to be a list, I guess. You know, she has the best <laughs> list, so she's going to do great with this. I'm sure she'll have the best fatherly advice from Disney Dad. Michelle, what is your okay. first one you're going to sh- go to here? You sure you want me to start? Because it's Father's Day. Absolutely. You get to have that. 100%. Uh, I thought that's why I was going to get the coast through this thing, but <laughs> apparently not. My one wasn't enough, so I had to come up with something really quickly. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> Just kidding. All right, I'll start. So I did put them as fives, and I'll have to admit, I do have an A and B in, in one of my selections. <laughs> typical Hyperion yeah, Adventures podcast Right, form. right. Because I haven't done that in a while. Um, haven't seen a need to. But this see, time uh, I let did. Let me count here. One, two, three, four, five, six. So see? And six, six has several. So, mm. yeah. So I guess I could do a top five, but I just don't want to rank them. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm being lazy on Father's Day. <laughs> well, that's what Father's Day is about, and you're a dad, so we'll let you get off on that. Thanks. So this one, I, I think uh, my number five, I think you might probably have in your list, and that's not why I picked it, but I just I, I felt it was an important one, and that's James, who is Tiana's father mm. um, from the Prince and the Frog. Princess, Princess and, the Frog. and the Frog, yeah. Um, and the quote I have is, Yes, you wish and you dream with all your little heart, but you remember, Tiana, that old star can only take you part of the way. You got to help him with some hard work of your own. And then, yeah, you can do anything you set your mind to. Just promise your daddy one thing, that you'll never lose, you'll never ever lose sight of what's really important, okay? So, you know, I mean, this really spoke to me for some 
amazing fatherly advice on, you know, especially in times now. I think that with our society, we, we get so wrapped up in expecting everything quickly. You know, our deliveries need to be immediate and, you know, anything that we want should be available to us within an hour, you know? Um, and, and that's awesome that technology and, and things within our, our culture allow that to happen, but it, it doesn't erase the need to know and have the mindset that, it does take hard work mm -hmm. to have successes. I mean, yes, sometimes you'll get some pixie dust that will help move things along a little faster, um, but it's not typically the key to achieving our joy in life. I agree, and I very much agree with that uh, that sentiment from James, who, unfortunately, while a, a important character within The Princess mm -hmm. and the Frog was way too short his his, his yeah. stay on that uh, was was way too short but obviously affected tiana in such an important way right. you could tell what a great in those short scenes he had at the beginning of that film you could tell what a great father he was right. and yes uh, putting out some um, wonderful wisdom out there just like that i agree i mean you know you see so many people out there now that they just want to get famous for putting out instagram mm -hmm. i mean this is funny from us coming from us doing a podcast, right, not that we I know, I know. ever will make any money out of this show. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, they, they're trying to become influencers right, right away right. and, you know, and trying to make that quick money. And it's like, okay, well, you know, that works for some people. There are some very successful people, some very successful influencers out there. Right. But it's not everybody who can be that. There's just, it's impossibility. So sometimes you do have to do the actual work. And a lot yeah. of those influencers who are out there have actually done some real significant work right. you know, yeah. to, to get to where they are. Right. It wasn't instantaneous yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So that was my number five. Yes. Mine are unranked. So I'm just going right. to go through them here. And I'm, I apologize if we... If we, if I cross them <laughs> off your list, here. that's all right. Mine that's will right. be. I think my quotes. You went way more in depth than I did with my quotes. My quotes are going to be more simple. Um, well, most. I have to say, most of the characters would only have like a sentence mm -hmm. in, in the that really had mm -hmm. some advice or mm -hmm. you know something that was influential. Right. Very good. So for my first one, and again, these aren't ranked. I did not put them in order of what is my favorite. Uh, I'm going to go with a guy who's. Well, he's a father. Was he the best father? I don't know, but he did come up with a pretty good gem of wisdom. And mm. that is Zeus from Hercules. Oh, okay. And the quote I'm going to go to from him is that a true hero isn't measured by the size of his strength, but the strength of his heart. And I, yeah. I think that's that is a good so uh -huh. very true in so many regards that... You know, I mean, you can do all the flat. We were just talking about a little bit with influencers or whatever. You right. can do all the flashy stuff or whatever. But what, when you are work with your heart and use your heart to mm -hmm. make the appropriate decisions to do what's right, um, that is what really makes you a hero. Yeah, that's a good one. I toyed with picking Zeus also, but I'm, I'm glad I didn't because I really did. I'm more of an honorable mention, but I thought that was a really good one. And yeah, you're absolutely right. You got to have that heart. There you go. Yeah. So back to the real list here. <laughs> back to Michelle's list of fatherly advice from Disney dads. All right. So my number, what would be number four? My next one on my list is from Barley. 
which I know he wasn't. It's from the film That's onward. Fine. He can be fatherly He's Ian's advice. fatherly yeah. figure. Um, but anyways, um, his his quotes, which I loved so many of them. But here's the ones I put: "Is uh, there's a mighty warrior in you? You just have to let him out and believe with every step." And that was when um, he wanted Ian to make that bridge right basically walking on walking right right you know and magically right you know and when ian got to the other side he became very upset that the rope wasn't long enough and he didn't know about it and you know and he complained to barley about you know he needed that rope and barley's response was oh but did you Mm -hmm. you know and, and i just think what barley um consistently throughout the film was really trying to reiterate with Ian is similar to what you were saying is you need to put your heart in it. Like with what Zeus's message was, you need to have that passion. Um, but the other thing was believing in yourself, you know, that in order to, to continue to do things, you do need to believe in yourself and that's something hard to accomplish sometimes. So having that other person in your court to just remind you that you do have that strength, but that's why I liked it where you have a mighty warrior in you. You just have to let him out, you know? Um, and if you fall, you get back up, you know, just like in that episode, I mean, in that same sequence where, um, when, when Ian first started going, he doubted himself and he fell. And, you know, Barley's response was, okay, so now you know the worst that'll happen. Mm -hmm. Get back up and do it again, you know? And I just thought that was so, you know, encouraging. Yeah. I mean, let's let's face it, uh, Barley, throughout that film, you know, it was, the whole premise of the film is that they're trying to meet their father who passed away magically Mm -hmm. through for 24 hour stretch or what ends up being much less than that. And it's the quest that they go on through it. But, you know, as you discover throughout it, that really Barley, you know, his brother has been there and been the father figure throughout the many years that he was a child and, and growing up and you see so much of it progress right. through the film when he's doing many all these fatherly moves even though he's still a little bit like you know he's out there he's not quite in control of where he needs to be as an adult right. you know right. but True. still when it when it comes to Ian and he you can tell that he cares about him and that he's he's put these gems out there and helped him grow into who he has become and who he will become. Right, right. Yeah, and just, you know, like you're saying, he he may have some immaturities in his own life, but that that level of encouragement that he continues to give his younger brother is just so heartwarming. Mm-hmm. For sure, for sure. So, all right. So for my next one, I'm going to go with someone who, as far as we know, isn't a father either, mm-hmm. um, but does uh, – put out some very fatherly advice at a key moment uh, within the Lion King. And I'm, gonna t- I'm talking about Rafiki here. Mm, yeah. um, he has a very important statement here that uh, goes to Simba that, you know, he kind of needs to, to help push him over the hump. Rafiki does that. He tells him the past can hurt, but the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. You know, and I think that's important right. for all of us. We all go through, as you were talking about, stumbling and falling right. and, and having issues and and having 
things that don't go our way and things really hurt at those moments. Right. But you can either have it overwhelm you and dominate your life or you can take it and, and move forward and learn from it right. and try and ensure that that doesn't happen again to you. If, yeah. if it is at all possible. Now, some things will happen. There's just nothing you can do about right. that, but you can try your best to avoid them. Yeah. No, I like it. That was Thank a good you. one. Thanks. Yeah. But back to the real list. <laughs> oh, Michelle, okay. what is your, I guess it's your number three Right, it would be number three. Piece of fatherly advice from Disney dads. Yes, and it's um, Chief Benja from, uh, that's Raya's dad from Raya and the Last Dragon. And here's the quote. They assume it does just like we assume things about them. Listen, if we don't stop and learn to trust one another again, it's only a matter of time before we tear each other apart. This isn't the world I want you to live in. Someone has to take the first step. Mm-hmm. You know, and this is where he's talking about, you know, the different cultures within the their land and everything. And, and you know, we all carry assumptions about people that we feel are different, you know, and with, you know, the whole emphasis on getting to understand others so that that level of inclusion can exist and that we can coexist in a much better way, you know, that, you know, until we break down those walls and start learning about each other, everything does seem really strange and unusual. And it ends up we focus on differences or we generalize things about people that, you know, just it's not appropriate and it's not right. And so it, but doing so we continue that mistrust and fear and so i just think this is really a good message especially with the way the world is now yeah, it's very relevant to yeah to right now to current exactly. times yes. and and throughout history it's not just right, now but right. it's, it's gone on throughout history and we, it's yeah we have to face it more because it's out there in social media mm-hmm. and things so much more that we're seeing it all the time but um i just love the sentiment to say you know take the time to be be that first step Mm -hmm. and make the effort to learn about right well i mean what what is prejudice it's prejudging people right you know and that's exactly what he's talking about is like yes these people may look odd they may seem different but just judging them by looks or small actions that you see from afar or whatever without actually getting to know them right um it's just not the way things should be done. Right. And we all fall into prejudices. Oh, yeah. It happens. It, it, you know, it's natural. But if you can get through them mm-hmm. and get to know these people, um, you may see a different side of everything. Right, right. It kind of reminds me, there was a commercial um, several years ago and it, uh, I think it was for like, uh, I don't know if it was Airbnb or one of, one of those entities. And it showed this family looking like hairy monsters kind of like and then um you know at the end it showed them like a mom and dad and a, a child that looks like you know around nine years old and they looked happy and cheerful and you know it, it was just that yeah if you it kind of reminded me of this concept mm-hmm. that if you go in with those eyes that somebody is so different that they're you know they they look odd or 
right. you know, seem odd to you. I think that ad was, it was saying, it was actually trying to get people to advertise putting their place up uh, right. as like an Airbnb or right. something along yeah. those lines. <laughs> And trying to say, yeah, people coming in to stay in your house might be seem scary. scary. Yeah. But, you know, when you watch them and they're just acting just like you and me right. and everything else. And yeah, it's kind of a, it was, it was an interesting statement in a different way than I think necessarily what was intended. But right. I, I do agree with you that that's way you can read it as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. For sure. So. Very good. All right. So your next one. That was much more deep than mine is going to be. <laughs> that's for sure. What, what else would you expect? <laughs> Uh, my next one is going to come from a very good Disney dad, a, a very good Pixar dad, and a very laid-back Pixar dad. Mm. This is coming from Crush, ah, uh, one of our favorite nice. turtles from Finding Nemo, who is a great father. Yes. And he teaches Marlon a few things about becoming a father, because you know Marlon's obviously very troubled about being a father. He has concerns about Nemo and right. keeping him up and everything. And the quote I'm going to talk about is actually him teaching Marlon a little bit of a lesson. It's almost fatherly advice to a father. Right, yeah. Uh, he says, you know, Marlon asks him, how do you know if they're ready, talking about right. their children? And Crush says, well, you never really know, but when they know, you know, you know. <laughs> it's true obviously you will know your children and you you know some moments when it's time to pull on the reins right. and when it's time to let them free or whatever but you got to let them try and live and do some things and and let them experience things and and find out and when you'll when they're ready they'll kind of let you know and then you will know that's right yeah there's no you know, mark on the calendar. It's like at this age, they'll definitely be ready. Right, right. Or, or at this moment of time, or once they do this task, they'll be ready. No, it's just, you, you just kind of got to know. I and know. they got to know. It's true. It's a good point because it's funny when, you know, when like an infant is born and at first you have all these milestones that like the pediatrician will be asking, okay, when did they, you know, first try to turn over? When did first crawl first steps things like that and it seems so easy like okay i know that the, what to expect next i know what to try to you know encourage to do next but it gets to a point later on that yeah no that's not the case and and like like you're talking about you just don't know um when they're going to be ready for certain responsibilities mm -hmm. and things yeah. mm -hmm. so there you go good one but back to the real list <laughs> Let's get to Michelle. I think we're on your number two right. piece of fatherly advice from Disney Dads. Yes. So my number two is um, Jin Lee, who's Mei Lee's dad from Turning Red. And the quote was, people have all kinds of sides to them, May, and some sides are messy. The point isn't to push the bad stuff away. It's to make room for it, live with it. You know, and I just really thought that was so great to say, you know, there are every, no one's perfect and we all have issues and yes, yeah, some things you want to work on for sure to have resolution to them. So they, they don't, but there are some parts to us that, you know, it's just like feelings. You can't control how you initially feel. It's your actions about it. And that's what I kind of took from this is, you know, understand that, you do, you're going to have some things about you that are, that are not going to be great or perfect or maybe, um, you know, liked by everybody else, but how can you work with it? How can you deal with that? 
and accept yourself still. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that that's, and again, another very relevant, uh, piece of fatherly advice there. Mm -hmm. And the fact that nowadays, and we're as guilty as this as anybody as you put the social on social media, especially things on Instagram and TikTok right. or whatever, the best sides of you, you know, you see the best right. pictures, you see the best, you show all your vacation stuff all the time. You're smiling, you're having a great time. You see so much of that mm -hmm. on social media, but that's not the reality. I'm not saying that it's not portions of reality, right? but everybody has a messy side back there that is not getting necessarily posted on right, social media exactly yeah and I, I think it's important to point that out that everybody has this it you know you may see somebody on social media and all they're doing is traveling the world and smiling and everything is fantastic but I guarantee you that person has issues going right, on behind the right. scenes that you don't see yeah you know some or have more than others things. yes yeah. everybody is and it, but it's hard to know that from that and so and this is I know this is a big thing right now with teenagers it be it becomes difficult to extrapolate that out mm -hmm. and understand that you know all you see why is it my life as perfect as this right, person's right. Yeah, um, or my body the right way, yeah. exactly so What's considered beautiful right and, and so you know it's important to know that and share that that yes you know i mean and like i said like i said where's gil right we post a picture every day right. and a lot of times it's us smiling and having a great time right we have our own issues too. Yeah. We try not to share them on this podcast because this is a Disney pos positivity right. podcast, but we're like everybody else. Yeah. Everybody has Every problems behind the scenes, issues, struggles, yeah. issues. And um, that's true. I mean, and it's good to know that, that the others have that as right. well. You're not alone in the world. Right. Having those issues. Good point. Good point. Very good. Michelle, always with the best stuff <laughs> for sure. So for my next one, yep. I'm actually going to the MCU Ooh. because one thing we learned out of the MCU, as much as a you know billionaire playboy that he was, Tony Stark ended up being a pretty good dad That's true. when it's all said and done. That is true. One to, of course, his own child, as we found out later on, but also to someone like Peter Parker. I think he was a great father right. figure. Uh, for Peter Parker, when, of course, Peter didn't have his father, his Uncle Ben was gone. Right. Uh, he needed kind of somebody to step in, and he did this. Now, this doesn't have to refer to that, but it does have to refer to something that actually Tony um, came across with his own dad, Howard Stark, mm -hmm. uh, in Avengers Endgame. Yeah, if you remember, they go back in time, and Tony ends up finding his own father right. and having kind of a discussion with his own father. Right. Um, back there and there was kind of some little gems from both of them I, I think we'd think that in Howard Stark wasn't the best father I think Tony Stark became from what we saw ended up becoming a very good father right. um, but this is what I got out of that and I thought it was very interesting um, he, he tells Tony tells his father I thought my dad was tough on me and now looking back I just remember the good stuff you know he did drop the odd pearl and Howard asked mm -hmm. yeah like what he said no amount of money ever bought a second of time. Mm. I think that's really crucial yeah. to know about that. Right. You don't need to have all the money in the world. You don't need to spend ridiculously on things. Right. Instead, focus on the moments, focus on time, focus on the time you have with your family, with your friends. Right. You know, I think that those are the important things. The money, sure, money makes a lot of those things easier in a lot of regards. Of course it does. I'm not going to lie to you right. and tell you it doesn't. But you don't need money to be able to go and 
sit down and talk with your family and have a good time right. and relax or, or go play a board game or, you know, get together with your fans, make a phone call to your mother or right. your father on Father's Day, yeah. whatever it may be. Those moments of time that you'll never get back. And I also think that it was pertinent to this because obviously Tony lost his father very early, earlier than he would have probably right. been. Expected. Yes. Yeah. Um, it was that other extra moment of time that he wasn't expecting that he got to spend with his father. That was the gem that even called that out more so. Right. Yeah, no, that's a really, really good point, you know, and, you know, kind of taking that concept too and thinking, yes, you could, you know, I, I know money is important. And if you, if you have your basics needs being met with your money, having more is always seems great, but it doesn't necessarily always enrich your right. life. You it's, know? it's the moments. It's right. the personal stuff. Take advantage of those. Yeah. Disney parks are great for those moments. I know it's expensive. I know right. it's money spent, you know, and so yes, there is money involved with that. But you get so many moments that you'll remember for the rest of your life when you go on these Disney vacations right. and do anything. But it doesn't have to be about that. It can be just at home. Yeah. Well, right. It could be, you know, part of the journey is the planning and the discussion and things like that, or, you know, preparing, how are you going to, if you have a stroller, how are you going to decorate your stroller differently so you can catch it mm-hmm. quickly or, you know, or how do you want to decorate maybe the room that you're going to stay on? And even if you're not staying on Disney property, you could still do things like that. Or even if you're not going to get a chance to go to Disney is have your own Disney weekend and try different recipes of, things that you've either had at the parks or, you know, look like things of, of Mickey Mouse or whatever, and just making those fun moments. Precisely. So yeah. there you go. So do we want to get to your number <clears throat> one before, or should I go through a few more of mine before we get to your number one? Uh, it's Father's Day. You get to select. I'm going to go ahead and go to your number one first, because I think one of mine might play off of your number one, but I'm, I don't know what you got. So let's see. Um, you're assuming you know my number one. I'm because you see it. No, I don't actually. Oh. I don't at all. Um, I'm just wondering. I'm thinking that there may be a father out there that um, we haven't mentioned yet that may mm. be important to you that um, you might go to, but maybe not. We'll see. I might throw you off in this one. Yeah, well, is, well, what would you rather I did? <laughs> no, I could do it. I could do it. I was worried you were going to do this one. So no, go ahead. Go all for right. it. All right. So I am embracing our Hyperion Adventures podcast, Rich History, by discussing my fa- my one A through E fatherly <laughs> advice lessons. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> it's one person who has had multiple fatherly advice i have one person with multiple fatherly advice i wonder if that's the same person is it a real dad no oh mine isn't either oh boy here we go go ahead i want to hear canaan okay no i don't have canaan oh my other one is from star wars but it's not canaan but yes you're correct okay so mine's from Canaan. But I wanted to tie in first a quote from the MCU um, from Black Panther, which his father, Tim, Tim, yeah, no, King. Tim. Tim. I like to call him Tim. <laughs> we, we were buddies. He's the king and all. Please. Is, hey, Tim. Cut that out. What's going on, Tim? <laughs> king T'Chaka. Or Tim. Or Tim, that's where, right. That's <laughs> um, but anyways, he, what he said, you know, if you recall when the Black Panther 
um, first after his father had passed away and he drank the juice and, and saw his father. And, and his father said, a man who has not prepared his children for his own death has failed as a father. Mm. Okay. So that was going on in my head. And then I'm thinking of Canaan from Rebels. Of course, we're rewatching that. And it's just... Then, then me, don't spoil Rebels for people. <laughs> this won't. I don't think this won't. Because it's just quote. I'm just joking. Oh. I, mean, I mean, Rebels has been out for, what, six, seven years <laughs> yeah. now? And, and you need to already have rewatched or be finishing up pretty soon. Um, chop, chop. Chop, chop. <laughs> and we have an episode coming up where we're going to be talking all about Rebels to get I you know. ready for Ahsoka. So um, be prepared for that. Exactly. So these are um, quotes that I see how Canaan is fulfilling his responsibility uh, as a father mm-hmm. to his found family. Mm-hmm. So the first one is to Ezra. And he said, Ezra, you have never been like everyone else. And I thought he really needed to, to remind Ezra not to lose sight of his strengths and, and that Canaan did have confidence in Ezra's abilities. And I just think kind of going back to what we saw with Barley is, is having that uh, ability to verbalize to somebody and remind them that they, they are strong and, and they can do things. Mm-hmm. All right. You want me to just keep going? Keep going. Okay. 1B. Battles leave scars, some you can't see. Mm-hmm. And I, I felt that, Canaan was, you know, understanding the burden that happens from war, from veterans of war and what they carry. Yeah. yeah, It doesn't even need to be war or anything like that. It's, you know, it it can be, you know, battles could be anything in in your life. It could be bad jobs. It could be a failed marriage. It could be whatever. They they leave scars. Right. You know, I mean, and everybody has baggage. We were kind of talking about this going through it. Yeah. Right. You know, and so just to understand that and to be, you know, empathetic to mm-hmm. that situation. All right. The next one he says is people never pay enough attention to the world around them. No. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. hundred percent. Just walk through a Disney park. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Everybody's in their own little world. Exactly. You know, and, and kind of going, you know, through the fact that you, you just focus on your own issues, your own mm-hmm. problems. Uh, again, you're focusing on maybe your perspective only. So those, pr- those prejudices, building those walls around you on how you can appreciate others or, or you don't appreciate others. So I thought this was really good how, um, you know, it is a Star Wars story also. So it also reinforces the connection to the living force. Mm-hmm. But just having that, mm-hmm. you know, get outside of your own head, outside of the world and, and just appreciate things around you. For sure. Very good. All right. This one I really liked. Okay, good. Right. I'm glad you really liked one. <laughs> <laughs> if all I do is try, that means I don't truly believe that I can succeed. Hmm. And, you know, Kanan, he, as a youngling, heard Yoda's, his same words of mm-hmm. do or don't do. There is no try. And, you know, not really understanding it until he had Ezra and he was training Ezra that trying is actually, and having that mindset of, okay, I'll try something is a, 
a way of holding back. Mm -hmm. You know, it prohibits you from really making sure you do succeed or, or having that mindset to be able to succeed, mm -hmm. you know? And I thought that was really pretty, yeah, pretty cool. For sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, 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 and Kanan also shared that same kind of wisdom with Sabine when he was training her. If you want, I won't say with what, so people don't get any spoilers. <laughs> but anyways, he did say first lesson, don't try, just learn. And, you know, the, the other thing he said was history lesson. The Jedi won the war with Mandalore. These tricks will amount to something, maybe save you from time to time, but they won't keep you alive in the long run. Only training and discipline will do that. Mm -hmm. You know, so, you know, with Sabine and, you know, having some little extra gadgets like we've seen with the Mandal and the Mandalorian, how mm -hmm. there can be extra gadgets. And yes, those can sometimes help get you out of a jam, but, you know, really training learning something and discipline is what's going to have mm -hmm. that ultimate success. For sure. And then the last one that I have is it's time for you to forgive yourself. And that's when he is telling Ezra not to bear the burden of what has happened to him. And again, I won't give you any spoilers out there, but Ezra really you know, he is apologizing for what happened to Canaan. He feels responsible. And, you know, I thought this was a great message. Fatherly advice is you got to forgive yourself. Ooh, you know, and, and even if you do something wrong, you still end up got to forgive yourself. And that actually forgiveness is a gift, you know, and that self-forgiveness is something that is going to, give you the ability, the power to, you know, move beyond things and not to stay within that, that moment of that, that burden, you know, and, um, and then forgiving others also is freeing, you know, it's a, again, it's a gift to yourself. Mm -hmm. Of course, we saw that in Ted Lasso. Yes. Um, but where he, he mentions how forgiveness of somebody who has done you wrong is also very freeing and gets you beyond that negativity that you're bearing. Mm -hmm. No, it's all great. Definitely a great piece of advice for sure. I mean, um, you know, everybody makes mistakes. We're all human, even right. force users uh, are human. Yes. We make mistakes, especially when you're younger. You're going to make mistakes. Um, but even on to, I mean, I still make mistakes every day. Um, <laughs> we all do. Um, but being able to forgive yourself for the small stuff that's you know not that important, and even some of the bigger things. It's, sure, it's, you got to forgive yourself very for, the big, important. For, for the big things. Yeah, because um, sure. you know you you did something intentionally for a reason, and uh, and it, whether it was good intentions or not, you felt at the time it was for your best interest, mm -hmm. right? So you wouldn't have done something that you were deliberately trying to not think it was going to make things As long better. as you're self-aware of those others that may have, you've hurt, you may have just hurt yourself, but right. if you've hurt others as oh, well, yeah, being yeah. Self don't just right. forgive yourself without coming out and apologizing or right, making exactly. things right with somebody else right. you've wronged. Right. Um, but definitely you do need that ability to forgive yeah. yourself at the same time. Right. So anyways, those are my five. Very nice. 
Very good. Michelle's list, always the best <laughs> list. I don't know. Uh, before I get to my Star Wars one, I had one other that I thought sure was going to be on Michelle's list because it's one of her favorite Disney dads, and mm-hmm. that is Faju um, from Mulan because mm-hmm. he is such, arguably, I mean, uh, me, I love Goofy, but Faju is uh, arguably the best Disney dad yeah, yeah. anywhere out right, there. Right. Like, the guy is so great. Um and there's a couple quotes from him, but I'm going to go to the one that always gets me it's a lot. Like honorable mention, okay. by the way. But yeah, good, um, good, go. The one that I like a lot is, what beautiful blossoms we have this year. But look, this one's late. But I'll bet when it blooms, it will be the most beautiful of all. Right. You know, speaking of Mulan, who has obviously yeah. had struggles um, trying to figure a place to fit in where right. she is in life, you know, and he's saying, look, you know, just like these flowers, they're not coming in as early. And maybe you're not, you don't rush things. You're right. You, but when you get there, it's going to be amazing. Right. You know, yes. and just like the, and I think that's true of uh, most people. You know, we try and get to this point. We want to be there. We want to get to this big thing. We want to be, you know, but if you just find that right thing, and right. then when it happens, you're going to be fantastic. Right. And, right. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's very, it's one of the most touching moments from, oh, for sure. from him. And, yeah. you know, I mean, with a couple more. I mean, you may have the other one. No, but, no, that's know. the one that, that I had on my honorable mentions, you know, because I also feel like it, it's saying also is don't judge yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't judge yourself harshly. Right. You know, um, it, yes, if you want to continue your journey to try to get to whatever that improvement or coming out is, fine. But don't judge yourself and be hard on yourself because you're not there or you don't have what you had hoped for. Right. You're still having value. For sure. 100%. You know, don't feel like just because you haven't hit that perfect moment yet, you're not the perfect bride, you're not the perfect whatever, that that doesn't mean that it's not going to happen at some point. Right. You're not going to find your niche. Yes. And and bloom. Right, right. Well, just self-identity. Sometimes that you struggle with Mm self-identity, you know, and that it may, you may have different, feelings, different experiences or emotions that change in mm-hmm. how your self-identity is. Exactly. So, um, and the other big quote, of course, is like, mm-hmm. you know, um, it, I'm paraphrasing here cause I don't have it right here, but you know, the greatest honor is having you as a daughter Right. Right. when she brings back the sword and, you know, and to show that right. you know she's brought honor on her family right. and everything, and it's you know, and the whole thing was about getting honor back for their family, right. and not having dishonor and everything. And he just passes that aside and just gives his daughter a big hug, gives right. Mulan yeah, that- a big hug. And um, it, I thought this was a more poignant moment for what we're talking about today, but that is a huge fatherly moment. Right, like, it didn't matter. All this stuff doesn't matter. Right, you are what matters. Yes, just being. Mm-hmm. Being, you know, his daughter. Yeah. Right, for sure. Nice. Very nice. Uh, so back to the Star Wars one. Yes. Funny little ones. Uh, my other one is another father figure. He's not actually a father within Star Wars. Oh, well, there was that thing with Duchess Satine, maybe. But not <laughs> what we actually see in canon was he a father. But I am talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi. Mm-hmm. He was a very much a father figure to several people. Right. But especially to Luke Skywalker, of course. Right. Um, but he has a few 
he has a lot of gems mm-hmm. throughout, especially if you go back to the Clone Wars and so forth. Uh, there's a lot of stuff out there, but I'm just going to pick a few that are from the Clone Wars and from the original trilogy as well. Um, I'm going to start with from Return of the Jedi. You know, there's the whole thing of from a certain point of view. Right. <laughs> and his quote is, many of the truths that we cling to depend on our point of view. I think it's important for people to know that, that, you know, right. I mean, the fact that even history is written, I, I can't remember where it was said, but history is written by the victors. Right. You know, it's the, the, the history is actually told a lot of times from a certain point of view. You don't necessarily get all points sure. of view. And it's good to know that. Right. To know that there are other angles on things that right. you may see that may be different from what you're being shown. Right. What you're being taught. Whatever. Right. You need to go out and look and see what's what's out there and know that there are other things out there that what's what you're hearing is a certain point of view. Yeah. No, that's excellent. Yeah. That's really explore. Right. Be inquisitive. Find out what's out there. Right. You know, and and find out what is right. You know, and um, what are what are the key elements, the important things, not just what you're wanting to hear right exactly that that's a good point right there because there's a lot of that where you just focus on the things that you want to hear right um from your various news sources or whatever right. it may be through social media <laughs> or whatever no there's more out there right Find exactly out what's going on yes uh be from the clone yeah yes um be curious not judgmental that's it that's yes. what the word i wanted uh, yes. also from ted lasso <laughs> yes, yes. um which is a, a, a Ted Lasso's not a Disney dad, but man, he has so many great fatherly yeah. pieces because he's all about being a father. I, I'm not going to get into Ted Lasso here. We're going to do that at some other point on yes. some other show, hopefully. <laughs> I could talk all day about Ted Lasso. Me too, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, another quote I have is from The Clone Wars. So if you haven't seen The Clone Wars, these may be new to you. Um, he said, and this is Obi-Wan again, a great leap forward often requires first taking two steps back. Uh, I think that is so true. Yeah. That, you know, oftentimes you, you're you going to start going and you think you're going in the direction you want to go. Right. And it's going to, something's going to, there's going to be some sort of obstacle or something is going to stop you in your tracks and you're, it's going to make you backtrack and you feel like you're starting over in many ways. Right. But a lot of times that is how you're going to get to that finish line is that you need to take a different path maybe or adjust it or... Right. It's it's also a soccer and going to get Ted Lasso again. It's a soccer analogy in many regards that you'll see a lot of times in soccer that they'll be pushing the ball up towards the goal and suddenly they start pushing it back again and start kicking it around a little right. bit forward in the back um, because that draws the defenders out a little bit, opens up more space, gives you more freedom to work around the goal. Mm. Um, sometimes you got to do that right in life, yeah, to or- to to give yourself more freedom to find where you need to be. Right. Or sometimes you need to take the step back figuratively to really analyze the situation as well and see it from a a higher perspective or, you know, um, see it from more of a bird's eye view to have a better appreciation of what really is there and what is it that Mm -hmm. you really want. Mm -hmm. Yes. I like that one. Uh, finally, my last one here is uh, again from the Clone Wars, and it's it's actually talking about war and their actions within war because mm-hmm. it's the Clone mm-hmm. Wars. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's some and there's some questionable things going on with what the Jedi are doing right. and what's what's actually out there. 
He says, war tends to distort our point of view. Again, point of view. Yeah. If we sacrifice our code, even for victory, we may lose that which is important for our honor. Mm. Stay the path. Right. Do what's right. Yes, you may be able to do things wrong, the wrong way. Right. And you may get to your goal, the dark side, whatever. You may get to your goal faster. But it's our integrity. It's our honor. Right. That makes us the true victors. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's very important to know and often. Right. Yeah. No. Be a good person. Right. Essentially. Right. Yeah. Like, like you're saying that, you know, have that integrity, you know, when making decisions and in living your life, you know, whether you're talking about as a battle or just decisions that you need to make. And if you maintain your integrity, well, even if you're not the victor. Right you can feel good about yourself. Yes. You know, whereas if you, you lose sight of that, then it's a lot more hollow. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, you can win without even ever have coming up ahead in the score. Right. You can win. Um, you just have to just do things the right way. Be a good person. Again, all of this, being a good person, yeah. being it's, that's why I think the overall encompassing lesson in this is, is you know, be a good curse person. Right. Take those moments, um, respect your family, respect other people, and you're going to be a better human being. Yeah. I'm sorry if we got a little deep on this, um, but I thought I thought that there's really some really interesting introspective stuff yeah. from a lot of Disney dads, and who knew? You right. know, a lot of them are animated, doing funny things yes. on the, you know on, on on our movie screens and our televisions or whatever. But there's some really really good gems to live by and learn by. Right, right, yeah, yeah. Which was fun making this exploration yeah. of that. We'd love to know what your favorite fatherly advice is from a Disney dad. Please hit us up on social media, send us to the Gmail account, whatever. We will share it on an upcoming show. Yeah, absolutely. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, again, I know we did some very more deep thought ones. Yeah, who knew? Yeah. I, I thought it was going to be so superficial with this whole thing. Did you have any honorable mentions? You that was, I, I, went through, I, I went through all mine. Do you have another one? Oh, uh, my honorable mentions are probably a lot more light other than the, you know, Mulan one. But I, I had from a quote from Marlon, go out there and have an adventure. Yeah. And I thought that That's was, a good one. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes uh, you got to let your children free and right right let them go out there and experience things yep and uh and just one other uh, father figure was yondu with star lord and he said um you think when i make this arrow fly i use my head and it's actually later on that he says i don't use my head to fly the arrow boy i use my heart Mm. you know and again it's just you need to let your heart and your passions drive things. Right. So. Very good. Yeah. I love those. I love yeah. Those. Yeah. So. So. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. As you were saying, if anybody else has. Yeah. Send them to us. Um, we want to hear them. And like I said, we'll share them in an upcoming show. And that is our look at Gems of Fatherly Advice from Disney Dad. So 
once again, thanks to all the Disney dads out there, whether it's you, you're a great Disney father, whether you know somebody who's a wonderful Disney dad, or whether it's all these fun, wonderful, imaginary, or are they real? They're real in our hearts. Yes. Uh, Disney dads throughout time. Yeah. It was a fun topic. Yeah. Who knew that Disney dads were so deep and interesting? Yeah. Not surprising, I guess. <laughs> we just never thought of it before. It was a little surprising to me. I didn't know that we we got we dealt, we walked, talked about it for a lot longer than I, I know. I swear too. we're going into this topic, especially as we mentioned earlier, when I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to have for this. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like a 20 minute segment, and we'd be in, out, done, and moved on. <laughs> of course, we like to talk. We stretch things out to yes. like 40 minutes. So. I hope that's okay for you. I hope you enjoyed it. But uh, Disney dads, they're just great. You yeah. Know, it's, it's fantastic. Exactly. So great. We want to talk about, before we get to our Disney stories of the week, another great guy who happens to be our favorite certified Disney vacation planner. That, of course, is Nate of Main Street and More Travel. I want to talk a little bit about him because, you know, there's a lot of stuff coming up here. We're about to talk about it in the Disney Stories of the Week. Some things that may be of interest to you if you're planning a vacation, a Disney vacation coming soon. And there's no one better to do it than Nate, right, Michelle? That's right. I mean, talk about giving somebody concierge-level planning at no cost at all. Yes, like upper echelon. Yeah. Like we always we always strive for concierge. I know. Going with Nate gives you that type of planning for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. He definitely and he he really knows, you know, so much of the ins and outs. He's done so much experience. I've mentioned this um so many times how he really has firsthand knowledge. Um, you know, and and as I mentioned, it doesn't cost any additional fees for you to to plan with him. Disney actually is the one that pays for his service. That's right. Yeah. Disney or whatever the companies are that he works with, they're the ones that end up paying you the deal that you would find online. He will book for you that same deal. Maybe he even knows a better deal mm -hmm. for you. Right. And you don't pay anything extra for his services. He'll handle everything you need. And it's not an extra cent out of your wallet. Who wouldn't want that, Michelle? I don't know. But if you're planning a trip, whether it's to Disney, Walt Disney World or Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, really anywhere in the world. Yeah, we just saw him in Santa Fe, New Mexico, I of all know. places, at a wonderful resort. So he knows his stuff about all sorts of different places. Yeah, so you definitely want to connect with him. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and go on to distripsandmore.com. Fill out the form there and he'll be in contact with you and he'll set, he'll set it all up for you. Whatever vacation you're looking for, whether it be a Disney cruise line, Disneyland, Walt Disney World, he will help you out with all the ins and outs, all the intricate details that you need. And be sure to tell him Tom and Michelle sent you. That's right, for sure. Uh, Nate is a great guy and you will want to work with him. Trust me, he's done so many great things for us. He will do great things for you as well. Now, on to the Disney stories of the week. I do have a few for you this week. There was some interesting sure. stuff that came out, mostly because we're halfway to the holidays. So that means we got some information on all the winter festivities coming later this year to Walt Disney World, including a new nighttime holiday ticketed event that I am really, really interested. Yeah. I mean, the more I read about it, the more interested I, I became in Same it. Same Z. Yeah. 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 So this is from the Disney Parks blog. They said it's a holiday vibe like you've never felt before. Sights of sparkling decor, sounds of modern beats over classic holiday songs, tastes of craft cocktails and decadent dishes. 
it's nostalgic, and it's glitz and glam galore. It, it is Disney Jollywood Nights, <laughs> a new separately ticketed event from 8.30 p.m. to 12.30 a.m. on 10 selected nights, November 11th through December 20th of 2023, all at Disney's Hollywood Studios. I know. It's a great location to have that special nighttime uh, extravaganza and pulling in some new really holiday cheer in that area is going to be amazing. This just seems a little bit different than like, you know, um, Mickey's very merry right. Christmas uh, party because it just, it's got that, like they say, the little jazzy feel to it. Right. It kind of almost, when I read about it, I think of almost like Dapper Day, like yeah. dressing up in right. classic outfits and going out and having a cocktail and having a good time at the park. That's what the vibe, at least the way they're describing it, right. feels to me. Yeah, and they're going to have some um, holiday treats as well as holiday beverages and uh, special, you're talking about dressing up and everything. They're going to have some great photo op locations mm -hmm. too. So here's all the stuff that, that, that is coming along with this brand new ticketed party. Uh, they say you'll be welcome to Disney Jollywood Nights with a DJ spinning a mix of holiday tunes. Commissary Lane comes to life with a lively Latin street fair. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, you heard yeah. that right. Hashtag Save the Muppets <laughs> will be very special guests at Theater of the Stars along with some of their Disney friends. And what's this? Hyperion Theater will host a spirited sing-along. Sing More details to come. It may have been a little hinted there by what's this in the line before that. Mm. From what we hear, and this is a rumor that I haven't seen confirmed by Disney yet, but the what's this is a Nightmare Before Christmas holiday sing-along. Wow. So, I wonder if it'll be the whole film or just like... I'm sure it'll be a small... You know, maybe just the songs right. and, and some of the characters yeah. showing up there. Jack Skellington, Oogie Boogie, right. Sally, of course. Um, but that sounds a lot of fun. And it's a, hmm, a Hyperion Theater. I know. Oh, yeah, no. You can remember that name. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Easier to remember than ours. <laughs> also encounter glitz and glamour galore at two limited capacity entertainment experiences, a jazz lounge at the Hollywood Brown mm -hmm. Derby and an otherworldly soiree at the Hollywood Tower Hotel Courtyard. Wrap up the night and enjoy the return of a festive favorite, Jingle Bell, Jingle. Bam! <laughs> That's right. <laughs> this Santa-sized nighttime spectacular is jam-packed with music, fireworks, special effects, and dazzling state-of-the-art projections. You can snap snelsies? Snap, snap I don't know what you're snap saying. Snap selfies <laughs> with unique photo opportunities throughout the night. Make a note of that for next year's. <laughs> annual episode I'm gonna, i think next year i'm going to do some outtakes of that weren't actually taken out of the show pose with friends for holiday themed magic shots and two new disney photo pass experiences throughout the night complimentary digital downloads of your photo pass photos are comp like i said complimentary during it You'll be able to meet Mickey and Minnie and the rest of the iconic gang in the animation courtyard on a hot set with holiday props and get into the spirit with your fave throwback friends like Powerline Max, yeah. Phineas and Ferb at Echo Lake and strike a pose with Edna Mode and chill with one of her super friends at Pixar Place. 
Of course, you also have uh, after-hours access to some of your favorite attractions like Slinky Dog Dash, Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, The Twilight Zone Tower of Terror, and yes, Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, although they do say that that will be another virtual queue. Which will make it more there. convenient that mm-hmm. you can do other things right. and not you be standing in line. You're not going to spend the whole party in, in line right. for Rise of the Resistance. Uh, plus, as Michelle alluded to already, you can indulge in delicious holiday tastes and sips exclusive to the party. Guests can buy specialty offerings throughout the party. This one intrigued me. We are not funnel cake people, but <laughs> this dish, I saw the picture of it and I'm like, oh, I want that dish. It's a spicy Korean chicken on a mini funnel cake. It looked like almost like a chicken and waffles right, right. type dish, only it's a funnel cake, you yeah. know, so... Um, but that I'm like that I want, I want that a lot. <laughs> uh, sweet delights include a colorful Christmas tree cookie stack inspired by the iconic Echo Lake Christmas tree and classic cocktails and ho- holiday beverages that can be enjoyed during the party. Like I said, I feel this thing seems totally, um, dapper day vibe right. to me, like yeah. going out there, getting kind of spiffed up, having yep. a good adult time at the parks. I'm sure, you know, it'd be great for kids too, right. but um, and you can spiff them up too. Why not? You right, know, and yeah. it just seems like that. It's just kind of that cool vibe. Yeah, I know. It, I think it's going to be amazing. So yeah, very happy about that. Me too. And we're going to be looking into it. I think, uh, Disney Jollywood nights is a limited capacity holiday event. Guests of select Walt Disney world resort hotels. And that includes the Swan and dolphin hotels and shades of green can buy tickets starting on June 29th. And then tickets will be uh, open for the general public starting on July 6th at the Walt Disney World website. Uh, there are 10 dates. I'm not going to run down all of them there. You can look them up on the website, right. but um, it's cool. I'm glad there's another holiday party, a, not, a different holiday party. Love Very Merry, right. but this is cool that we have something different that might be appealing to people. Yeah, exactly. And um, I did read also that annual pass holders will get a discount. Um and I think uh, also that the the cost is one fifty nine to one seventy nine, depending on the dates. Yes, yes, that's exactly correct. Um, depending on the dates, I'm sure the closer you get to you know the holidays or possibly around near Thanksgiving, uh, those might be the more right. expensive of the dates. But we yeah, shall sounds see. awesome. It does. It, I, I'm. In, I'm serious. It may, may be difficult. There might be some hurdles we have to get over to get <laughs> to do this, but I am intrigued by that party for yeah. sure. Uh, but that's not the only holiday party, as we already mentioned, that you'll have a chance to experience this holiday season because Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party also returns to Magic Kingdom on 25 select nights from November 9th through December 22nd. And again, same thing. Uh, you, If you are staying at a Walt Disney World Resort or if you are staying off the Swan and Dolphin, Shades of Green, uh, you'll be able to book uh, your tickets for that on June 29th and everybody else will have their opportunity on July 6th. I could go over that, but we we all know what Very yeah. Mary's like. It's great. Um, it, and it is a lot of holiday fun for yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely. Also, there's much more holiday fun to be explored this winter at Walt Disney World Resort, beginning as early as November 9th, including this one, another one that strikes me close to my heart, because as we all know, (laughs) hashtag real men love Frozen, for the first time in forever, guests will be able to join Elsa, Anna, Olaf, Kristoff, and the Snogies 
I didn't know they were called Snokies. Hmm. In front of Cinderella Castle at Magic Kingdom for Frozen Holiday Surprise, a brand new Frozen-inspired entertainment experience that will illuminate the castle in a whole new way. This delightful new offering can be seen during both regular park hours and during Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. So you don't need to go to the party to uh, be able to enjoy that. That show, yeah. That's yeah. great. Yeah, unfortunately, yes, the dream lights are not returning for another year right. and um, they may never be returning because I know that it's an issue to try and get those on the, right. the castle. And I think they've actually done a little bit of damage to the castle at times when they've put them on yeah. there. So um, we may never see them return. And that's sad because they were beautiful. Yes. But I like this because, well, hashtag real men love frozen. There you go. I'm excited for <laughs> it. So. Uh, also, amidst the glowing holiday decor, a merry menagerie of winter animals returns to Disney's Animal Kingdom theme park in the form of their artisan sculpted puppets, which are always amazing when yes. they're rolling through the parks. so incredible. Definitely something you want to check out if you've never seen them before, or even if you have, you want to check them out again. Of course, the Candlelight Processional is going to be back at Epcot during the International Festival of the Holidays beginning November 24th and running through December 30th, and that includes all the holiday kitchens and the musical acts and, of course, the spirited storytellers that are in every pavilion of the land. Uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios will once again return to the Yuletide Projection Show on the Hollywood Tower Hotel this season. Also, and at Toy Story Land, you can once again spot Woody, Jesse, and Buzz sporting their holiday attire. Always fun. Uh, Yep. At Disney Springs, they'll have the Christmas tree stroll coming back. And guests can say hello to Santa Claus as he makes special appearances in all four parks and Disney Springs and even at the Disney water parks. So Santa, he just makes the rounds everywhere. Right. And, you know, I can't blame him. I mean, it's the most magical place on earth. Why wouldn't Santa want to be all over that? Most definitely. For sure. For sure. Now, if the high seas sounds more appealing to you this holiday season, well, we have great news for you on that as well. This, again, from the Disney Parks blog, they said it's the most wonderful time of the year for planning your Disney Cruise vacation, that is. (laughs) This week, Disney Cruise Line not only announced brand new entertainment coming to very merry time cruises in 2023, but also 2024 fall itineraries for an even more magical family vacations at sea. So if you're looking to trade in the white snow for white sand beaches, Mm -hmm. Disney Cruise Line provides the perfect tropical setting for you for a family holiday getaway with two brand new entertainment experiences taking place, as I just mentioned, starting in 2023. Uh, On the first night of all very maritime sailings, you can gather around the three-deck tall tree in the ship's atrium for a brand new tree lighting ceremony. Mickey, Minnie, and Goofy will invite your family to sing along to classic holiday tunes, followed by a countdown that will not only make the tree merry and bright, but also introduce the guests of honor for the cruise. And of course, that's Santa because he also gets out to do. He's magic. He gets well, everywhere. Anybody who can travel around the world yes. in 24 hours is uh, able to do those things. I love it. Disney, um, the Disney Cruise or Disney, um, the Disney Parks blog said, Santa, I know him. <laughs> <laughs> Even though that's not a Disney movie. That's great. I know. It's cute. 
Um, the other entertainment event is Mickey and Minnie's Holiday Party, another brand new experience on the specialty sailings that will invite your family to the upper decks for a one-of-a-kind celebration at sea filled with tidings of good cheer. This high-energy deck party thrown by Mickey and Minnie will feature favorite Disney friends as they celebrate friendship, love, and family with a fresh mix of classic and original holiday songs. That sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, the holiday magic of Disney Cruise Line will also return next year as part of their just-announced itineraries for late 2024. Uh, from mid-November through December 2024, your family will be able to spend the most wonderful time of the year with Disney Cruise Line from two home ports in Florida, as well as a selection of cruises from Galveston, Texas. Uh, so this is basically the announcement of what's their itineraries right. that they have coming up. And I'm not going to say that there are a lot of, oh, intricate itineraries coming up for the fall and winter of 2024, right. but there's a lot of cool stuff, a lot of fun, and yeah. that is... Party time on board, for right, sure. Right, exactly. Not that it isn't always party on a Disney Cruise Line and, <laughs> sailing. You know, and, you know, getting to go see Lighthouse Point. Mm-hmm. That's part of it, yes. So they say short holiday getaways will be offered from both home ports in the Sunshine State with a selection of three and four night Bahamian very maritime voyages on the Disney Wish from Port Canaveral and four and five night cruises to the Bahamas and Caribbean from Fort Lauderdale aboard the Disney Dream. The Disney Fantasy will embark on a variety of four-night very merry time sailings to the Bahamas, along with longer six- and seven-night itineraries in November and December. Select voyages on the Disney Dream and Disney Fantasy will include a day of fun in the sun along the white sand beaches of Disney Cruise Line's newest destination, as Michelle just mentioned, Lighthouse Point this holiday season. Can't wait to see what Lighthouse Point... We know we've seen Castaway Key right. dressed up for the holidays. Mm-hmm. Lighthouse Point, obviously we have no idea or how they're going to deck yeah. that out for the holidays, but I'm sure they'll it'll oh, be yeah. really, really cool. Definitely, and good photo ops mm-hmm. there too. Uh, cruises from Galveston aboard the Disney Magic will range in length from four to six nights, allowing your family a chance to celebrate the holiday season together while visiting tropical ports of call throughout the Caribbean. If spooky season appeals to you, well, Disney Cruise Line has you covered there as well in 2024. Halloween on the high seas will return in mid-September through October, bringing the fun of Halloween to Disney Cruise Line during a season of extra eerie sailings. We just happen to have a cruise booked for a Halloween on the high seas because Michelle predicted that those (laughs) one of these cruises that we booked months ago was going to be one of them. And she, as always, was correct. You know, going back and looking at other dates and things and saying, I think, I have a, I believe. And you were correct, as you always <laughs> are. Uh, from Port Canaveral, Florida, the Disney Wish will sail three and four night Bahamian uh, voyages full of frightful fun in fall of 2024. While the Disney Fantasy will offer these specially themed cruises with links varying from four, six, and seven nights. Four night sailings aboard the Disney Fantasy will take the families to the Bahamas, while the six and seven night escapes will transport guests to favorite destinations throughout the Bahamas and the Caribbean. Also in 2024, the Disney Magic will depart from Fort Lauderdale. That's where we're going to be on vacations ranging from three to five nights. Uh, to tropical destinations in the Bahamas and the Caribbean. Now, if none of those tickles your fancy, <laughs> maybe the spirit of Aloha is calling out to yeah. you. There's, we have good news for you on that too, because um, it, 
In the fall and winter, Disney Cruise Line will offer itineraries to Hawaii and the South Pacific aboard the Disney Wonder again. Yeah. 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 In addition nice. to the festive-themed sailings, Disney Cruise Line will sail an array of bucket list itineraries in late 2024. The Disney Wonder will sail from Vancouver, Canada to Honolulu, Hawaii in late September with stops the islands of Kauai, Maui, and Hawaii before arriving in Oahu. From there... The Disney Wonder will embark on a trans-Pacific voyage to Sydney, Australia that will take families through the South Pacific to visit once-in-a-lifetime destinations such as Fiji, American Samoa, and New Caledonia. Yeah. That sounds like an amazing trip. Yeah, definitely bucket list. For sure. For sure. So if any of these itineraries interest you, one, call our friend Nate (laughs) at Main Street and More Travel. Um, but you can also start booking these 2024 itineraries because they open this week. As a matter of fact, they may some of them for you may have already opened by the time you've listened to this show. On Monday, June 19th, the brand new Pearl Castaway Club members will have their opportunity right. to book. On Tuesday, June 20th, Platinum Castaway Club members and all those dozens and dozens of Golden Oak Club members that listen to our show <laughs> will have their chance to book. I, really, if there's a Golden Oak Club member that listens to our show, please let us know. I'd yeah. love to know if there is. Right. Um, I just think it's kind of funny to, you know, because it's such an, a, a, an exclusive group, it seems right. like, you know. Uh, Wednesday, June 21st is when Gold Castaway Club members will be able to book. Thursday, June 22nd will be for Silver Castaway Club members, Disney Vacation Club members, and Adventure Insiders. And it will open to the general public on Monday, June 26th. So look into that if you have any interest. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Finally, we have more fantastic news for you if you're a fan of cl- the classic Disney animation. This came from a Walt Disney Company press release. Disney Plus will begin debuting a collection of 28 newly restored Walt Disney Animation Studio classic shorts starting on Friday, July 7th. Very cool. It is very cool. It is very cool. They feature such iconic stars as Mickey and Minnie, Donald Duck, Goofy, Pluto, Chip and Dale, and the studio's first star, of course, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. It's (laughs) all part of the ongoing Disney 100 celebration. Uh, the cl- they'll be ranging from classics to lesser known titles. Uh, the short film includes examples of Disney's earliest theatrical shorts, as well as a wide range of entertaining short features, uh, featuring most of the beloved characters. Uh, Chips Ahoy, a 1956 CinemaScope short starring Donald Duck and his chipmunk rivals, will conclude the series in October, leading up to the Walt Disney Company's 100th anniversary on October 16th. Apparently, these were all kind of restored. Um, by the Walt Disney Studios reser- uh, restoration and preservation team, uh, led by director Kevin Schaefer, and he worked closely with the animation studios. Um, and they've put these all together. I'm not going to go through them all, but there are about, I think, six of them premiering once a month from July uh, through October. And it's a lot of the ones that you you know, and some you've may have never seen before, but. Um, all classic Disney animation. And it's great yeah. to see uh, that these are going to be showing up in a newly restored way on Disney plus. Yeah. I'm very excited for all that. Uh, they are really doing a lot um, to, you know, with storytelling and going back to Disney animation as mm. the, the roots of the company and there. And so this is great. Yeah. I mean, these, these, 
all or how the company started way back in 1923. You know, I mean, some of these are obviously well past that. Um, but even before, like, you know, uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs and all that, these were what were made the basis of the company and allowed Walt to make strides to do great things like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, you know, the right. first full length animated feature and just to go on from there. So um, just very, very excited to be able to check all these out. And yeah. I, I know there'll be big hits in our household for oh, sure. For sure. Yeah, for sure. So that's it for the Disney stories of the week. However, Michelle has something. She's giving me the finger. <laughs> Not that finger. Not that finger, but she's like, wait a minute. I got something. Well, I didn't know if you wanted to talk about the uh, immersive Disney animation displays that are going on in several cities yeah tell them talk about it i I, you know i I have to say because it's not coming to to our location i I haven't gotten as um intricate details as i would normally it's um lighthouse immersive is is the entity that's um sponsoring these or you know putting putting them on but they're having this in various cities. So like Atlanta, Boston, Cleveland, Columbus, Dallas, Denver, Detroit, Houston, Las Vegas, London, Ontario, LA, Minneapolis, Nashville, San Antonio, and Toronto. And you can go online. Uh, you could just go to uh, lighthouseimmersive.com backslash Disney backslash and pick the city that you want to go to and purchase your tickets online. You can do it as individuals, groups, etc. But it really looks so amazing that you're in the room and all this animation is around you. Um, it's to me, it's it's similar to what you get at Disneyland at, at Disney the main California. Street Theater. No, at the California Adventure. Oh, yeah, um, in the, the animation, animation building, building yeah. but even more so because it's just it's not just screens. It's just like the whole room mm-hmm. you're surrounded by right. against immersive Disney animation, but it sounds really cool. Yeah. Uh, it does sound very cool. It looks and really cool. If you get a chance to go out and, and check it out, um, we'd like to know about it, what you thought of it. Yeah. And, uh, what, if it was cool, what's your, what's your experience is like, uh, please let us know. And we, we'd love to hear all about it. For sure, yes, for sure. Exactly. So now that's it for the Disney <laughs> stories of the week. However, we never leave you without giving you some sort of tip that might help you on your next vacation. And when we do this, we always start with Michelle because she's wonderful, awesome, all things great in the world. <laughs> you just heard a little bit ago, she has the best list. You're going to hear it next week. She does the best research, <laughs> but she definitely has the very best tip. So let's get to it. Here's Michelle's tip of the week. Well, thank you, sweetie. My tip has to do is if you find yourself uh, at Walt Disney World in Magic Kingdom and you do need to uh, charge your phone or something, they do have several locations that have both AC and USB outlets that you can charge your mobile device. Now, obviously, you can um, go in and, and rent one of the the, uh, charging rods. But if you just want to, um, you know, maybe without paying, just go and and charge up your device, you can do that. Now, I can tell you the locations here. There's one uh, near Silly, um, Pete's Silly Sideshow. And there's also one near It's a Small World. But the easiest thing to do is just on your um, My Disney Experience app, just search mobile charging station and they'll actually if you you know you could do walking directions from there very good because man especially when you're using the my disney experience app or maybe uh genie plus or whatever it'll start eating that battery pretty quickly you're taking all these videos taking all these pictures 
Um, there's a lot of times you're going to need to charge your phone. Hopefully you remember to bring some sort of, um, you know, mobile charging device with you, a battery, backup right. battery or whatever. But um, in case you didn't or whatever, it's always good to have those other options available to you. And by yeah. the way, the uh, Disney transportation, especially the buses, um, a lot of them have that mm. ability as well for you to be able to charge your phone uh, while you're on them. So cool. that is good to know as well. So yeah. Michelle's tip, always the best <laughs> tip. And you enhanced it. Yay. Uh, my tip this week, it's quick and I'm, I do it all the time whenever we, these new Disney Cruise Line itineraries drop. It's the same one I drop every time. You, If you have any interest in any of these itineraries at all, on the earliest day that you can book them, you probably want to do that. Right. As long as you have enough money to put down for a deposit on it, it's worth it to do it. You'll have the best cabin selection at that moment. You will have the best price at that moment, most likely. Um, and it just gives you more options. And if for some reason your plans change or whatever, as long as you get you do it by your uh, final payment date, which I believe is 120 days out. I think so. yeah. um, as long as you do it before them, you can cancel with no penalty. You get your you'll you'll get your deposit back. Um, you know, or you can move it to a different date or right. whatever you want. It's really, really easy. But like I said, um, and, and if there does, if you do find a price that's lower later, it's not often that way with Disney, but sometimes it does happen. Right. You can still change and rebook at that new price later on. Yes. So, and by the way, again, Nate will help handle that. That's for right. You. Um, uh, but all uh, certified Disney vacation planners can do that for you as sure. well as along with Nate. So um, that's just, I, I always find it, it's great to book as early as possible on these things because you just have so many more options. Right. No, it's a, definitely a, a great tip to remind people of that. And, you know, as you said, you may have a cabin that you are particularly interested in. And that's, you know, one of your ways to really increase your odds to be right. able to secure that. And also the price does not stay flat. As the ship fills up, the prices tend to go up. Right, right. So um, that's why you want to book as early as possible because that probably is the lowest price um, sure. almost all the time. So that's it for this week's show. Next week, well, we were just talking a little bit about classic Disney shorts that are being released for the company's 100-year anniversary. And, well, you know, we've been doing this series about <laughs> Disney at 100 and I think we're going to continue that with this month's uh, portion of right. that series as well. Michelle, what are we doing for our Disney at 100 series next week? Well, since we've already done a Disney company uh, in the, the 90s, we're going to switch it out a little bit for this episode and do one that is related to parades and possibly some evening shows. And I'm not quite sure. I've done some research. So I'm not quite sure which angle I'm going to go with them, but that's kind of been the overall topic. Very cool. Well, I can't wait to hear all about it because I always learn something new <laughs> uh, whenever Michelle does one of these Disney at 100. So any, any of her research pieces, go back and, and go back oh, through all the, the, the archives of our show. You'll find all sorts of research pieces that she's done. And there's all, they're always entertaining. They're always interesting. And like I said, I always learn something new. And I'm sure you will too. Oh, you're very sweet. Thank Thanks. you, baby. 
As for today's show, we appreciate that you join us today. In the future, you can find us most everywhere you get podcasts. However, the very best place to find us is on our own website, HyperionAdventuresPodcast.com. Also, we are on social media, on Twitter, at Hyperion Podcast, Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest, at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. If you are on Facebook, come on over and join us for some good, positive Disney energy fun on our Hyperion Adventures Facebook group. Also, we are on YouTube. You can find us there at Hyperion Adventures Podcast. And if you want to contact us for any reason, please hit us up at our Gmail account, Hyperion Adventures Podcast at gmail.com. And if you'd like to help our podcast along, you could become a Patreon. And we have uh, packages starting as low as just $2 per month. And for those of you who are already Patreons, we really appreciate that support and we can't thank you enough. Yep, not a, we can't thank you enough. We can't thank you enough for being Patreon members, newsletter subscribers, yeah. members of the groups, just listening to the show. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you always. And thank you for listening to another episode of the Hyperion Adventures podcast. We look forward to sharing some time with you again next week. Until that time, I'm Tom. I'm Michelle. And we hope that you have a magical week. Bye.